Hey friends, it's Emma here. It's Tuesday, October 19th. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. On Tuesday, November 9th, Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, releases worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. To celebrate, we are inviting you and everyone to join the launch team by offering a free copy of the ebook or audiobook. Simply go to kevinwhite.us and request your free copy today. Get to the Point is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. On November 9th, the ebook will be only 99 cents on Amazon. The launch team will encourage everyone to share, review, and gift Get to the Point. Request your free copy and join the launch team today at kevinwhite.us. Here's your host, Kevin White. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Kevin. We are so excited to have one of our premier partners, Pastor Achu from a farm in Nagaland, India. He's in the rural area right now. You're going to hear insects behind him. This is a active Zoom call uh, over 8,000 miles apart, but we are together by the grace of God. Pastor, how are you? Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Thank you. I'm keeping well and... Um... It is such a, a nice feeling to see uh, given face to face and also to know that the partners are also listening to our conversation today. Yeah, we want to take you. time. Yeah, thank you, Pastor. We want to take time to just update. Uh, there are many people here that know you and love you and your beautiful wife, Achi, and your two precious children. And we've been grieving with your family. You've suffered some loss over the last month, and we just want to update everyone how to be praying, but uh, let's just take a moment and just recap for our listeners uh, the the loss that you have experienced in your wife's family over the last month. My wife, uh, older sister, who is a medical doctor, mm. uh, passed away so sudden, uh, mm. it wasn't expected, so it was a shocking for the family. Yeah. And uh, as we were grieving on the third day again, she lost her niece. Mm. And uh, that was another uh, pain. Mm -hmm. um, again, after uh, two weeks or so, um, she lost her, not uh, very close, but a distant uncle, one of her uncle. Mm. Then the following week again, um, she lost her auntie, her mm. mom's real sister. Oh. So... Uh, from one after another, we have been grieving, mm -hmm. but by the grace of God, um, now the family has have accepted the loss mm -hmm. and so many prayers that we have received mm -hmm. from uh, Naglin, from near and dear ones, from from GHI, from yeah. Kevin and the, the family. Mm -hmm. And we want to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Right now, we have to bring uh, Aji's mom to our home. Okay. Because she was staying with her older sister, mm -hmm. and then her older sister passed away. So, mm. Aji's mom also is staying with us, and it's okay. such a joy to be having her at home. Mm. Um, yeah, for for both my uh, children to be growing with her grandmother at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been very blessed to meet this 
uh, sister of your wife. We actually were trying to do a mission trip to a leper project outside of Hyderabad, and that did not work out. Uh, but I was privileged to meet her, visit there in the home. Um, and yeah, it was an incredible shock. Uh, definitely, it was a big loss. It was heaven's gain. Fortunately, she's uh, in the presence of God for all eternity now. But uh, what an incredible loss to your wife and your family and your, your children. How did they take this um, reality of grieving? Um, for my wife, it was um, very difficult mm -hmm. for her to accept that because mm -hmm. uh, uh, we never expected. She wasn't sick also. Mm -hmm. We just heard she was not keeping well with some flu, that's all. Mm. And um, within no time, we just heard that she passed away. Mm. And uh, so it took time for her. And mm -hmm. But um, unfortunately, again, she comes from a small family. So uh, she had to do a lot of running around. She had to do a lot of planning. So she didn't even have a time to grieve mm -hmm. in, the, in the first week. Mm. And I think I saw her grieving in the second week. And that was very... Um, hard for me to see her grieving yeah. and her mom uh, is introvert. She doesn't speak much. Mm. And so she was grieving inside. Mm -hmm. And um, my sister's daughter, mm -hmm. uh, my, my in-laws, my sister who passed away, her, her daughter um, again was grieving. So mm -hmm. it was a very difficult moment for, for the family, mm -hmm. but, um, in all this, um, my wife and I, we also felt that uh, the presence of God. Good. And uh, we are also, time and again, we are reminded from the book of Romans, chapter 8, uh, verse 28, that says, whatever happens, everything happens for the good yeah. of those who love Him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's the comfort. Yeah. yeah. What and a comfort that is. Really yeah. 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 Well, thanks for sharing and being transparent and vulnerable with us. Uh, do know that we are grieving with you. We're standing with you, praying for God's comfort for your wife and for your children, for your mother-in-law, for the entire family. And um, we're, we're grateful for heaven's gain um, that we can know that they are resting in the Lord and with Jesus for all eternity. How exciting that is, but what an incredible loss it is. Um, I'm sure you've had to redirect your leadership. You've been a shepherd to so many. You shepherd over 80 churches all throughout the Nagaland state. And uh, many leaders depend upon you. And now for the last month, you've had to, I'm sure, concentrate on shepherding your wife and, your, and guiding your family through this grieving process. Um, what type of transition did you face? Did you, were you away when this happened or were you there in the home? I was home most of the time. Good. Um, yeah, morning, evening, I had to be with the family. Mm. But uh, during the daytime, again, I could not uh, leave my uh, work in the office mm -hmm. as well as in the district. Mm -hmm. um, as we face through this pandemic, especially in the area of vaccination, I've been uh, fully involved, uh, supporting, um, especially... Um, uh, working alongside with the medical fraternity yeah and in fact in fact um, we have been leading the district in the area of sensitization mm -hmm. by god's grace we we have a, an ngos in 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 doinsang mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. one NGOs, a Christian NGOs, as well as the CBLD, mm-hmm. uh, my our organization, our organization. So we have been, um, in fact, leading the whole process of vaccination, um, sensitization program. So with because of that, I had a series of meetings, almost every day uh, meetings in order to uh, reach out to both the urban and the rural areas. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it was hard, but morning, evening, I could at least be with the family. But during the daytime, uh, mostly busy with uh, the work in the office as well as, uh, especially again, with regard to the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want our audience just to appreciate, uh, sometimes we, we think that COVID-19 is something that has impacted America, and it certainly has. Uh, but uh, it has devastated, uh, as we all know, um, the entire world. And in uh, very peaceful Nagaland, India, which is, it reminds me of Western North Carolina, a uh, very peaceful area. Um, what an incredible um, undertaking it has been to provide vaccines. And Pastor has been uh, leading the way and helping the citizens there to become vaccinated, even uh, setting up um, medical uh, cl- clinic for those that are having to be quarantined and getting supplies brought in. This is a very remote area. You can't just go to your local Walgreens pharmacy and buy all the PPE and everything else uh, that is necessary to take care of people that are testing positive, uh, even if they're asymptomatic. Uh, it's an incredible undertaking. There in his area, um, uh, one of his emails even described that there might be 17 family members sharing one common toilet. If one of those tests positive, you've run the risk of it just becoming a pandemic, even inside that family where one after another just began to uh, test positive. And as we all know, it doesn't take a lot of statistics before someone is gravely ill as a result of that. So it's incredibly important that people are quarantined effectively, that they're given vaccines. Pastor, just describe, um, give us an update. Where are you right now in, in just the, the uh, fight with COVID-19? Are, are you finding most of the population is getting vaccines or just... Are you still struggling to get access to vaccines? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for asking, Gavin. Um, uh, by the grace of God, uh, fortunately, we have vaccines available. Mm-hmm. Um, the 18 and above vaccines have been uh, uh, given freely by the state government. Okay. And 45 and above uh, is all sponsored by the central government. Mm. So we don't have a shortage by God's grace in Nagaland. Good. But the vaccine hesitation has been a big challenge yeah. uh, because of so many rumors, because of so many um, uh, social media, um, negative uh, information on vaccine. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, people, especially in rural areas, uh, they believe in the negative uh, information uh, much more stronger than the positive side yeah. because of illiteracy as well. Mm-hmm. And so people are easily carried away by those wrong informations. Mm. So what we do is uh, we had a series of uh, strategies being built. 
as I said, uh, the NGO called the Illuterate Christian Society and then the CBLD, that's my organization, church association. We have been working very closely with the government. Uh, we have been very closely working with our deputy commissioner, mm -hmm. with the chief medical officers. And so, um, in fact, uh, our CBLD office has become like a mini um, health secretariat, mm. <laughs> mini secretariat for the medical department. Okay. So we had series of meetings for medical staff, for the uh, sector leaders, for the church leaders, for the tribal leaders. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, we moved from village to village as well. We had cluster meetings. We had meetings for the leaders, people in the leadership. Mm -hmm. We also went through the grassroots level. Mm -hmm. And by the grace of God, at least in Doinsang, mm -hmm. especially with our Jang drive, uh, we could see that um, at least 60 60 per, sixty to seventy percent have been vaccinated. Mm, good. Um, Hallelujah. But then, yeah. But then, Doinsang as a whole is comprised of four tribes. Mm -hmm. So one of the struggle is with one of the tribe, mm. and uh, one of the district, a new district that has been inaugurated. Mm -hmm. But that district comes under Doinsang district, especially in the area of health, mm -hmm. because it's a newly introduced district. And because of that, uh, the entire stat data for vaccination comes under uh, Doinsang. Mm. So no matter how much we try, um, our vaccine vaccination percentage is a little low. Mm. But in reality, uh, uh, we have achieved a lot. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, we are doing the next phase of program, strategic mm -hmm. planning for vaccination. Mm -hmm. And so we have, we have actually narrowed down to few villages. Mm -hmm. villages that has got very low uh, vaccination. Mm. So uh, one week from now, we'll be having meetings in those villages. Mm -hmm. Good. So we'll be identifying some key pastors, pastors who can speak, who can influence. So mm -hmm. I'm working on a few pastors uh, to reach out to these places. Mm. Yeah. Praise God. Uh, but with regard to positive cases, uh, it has come down a lot. Mm -hmm. We are just getting like uh, two, three positive cases in, in a day, mm -hmm. which uh, we are slowly uh, managing yeah. by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We are just worried about uh, the third phase, uh, yeah. if it affects then. So, um, so the preparation for the third phase, I'm also in talk with some of the Christian uh, missionary doctors mm -hmm. to come to Doinsang and if they can help us set up a pediatric ward in our uh, district, in our district hospital. Mm -hmm. So we have a hundred bedded hospital, mm -hmm. but we don't have a pediatric ward, uh, plant ward, mm -hmm. and we don't have a pediatrician as well. Mm -hmm. So side by side, uh, we are working towards having a Christian missionaries, uh, doctors, people who have a mission heart, Mm -hmm. So just three week, three days back, I had a talk with um, two of the doctors, mm -hmm. a pediatrician, and they have shown their uh, shared their willingness to come and help us set up a pediatric ward. Praise God. Good. Yeah. We will be right back. Kevin White is an international speaker and best-selling author who loves helping people everywhere to prosper in God's presence. Kevin's book, Audacious Generosity is available in paperback for only $10 right now at kevinwhite.us and that includes free shipping anywhere in the USA. That's cheaper than you can buy it on Amazon. 
Go to kevinwhite.us and order some copies today for you and your friends. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, releases everywhere on November 9, 2021. It offers a practical guide for pursuing the presence of God and shows you how every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Get ready for Get to the Point, releasing November 9, 2021. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, non-profits and churches. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's books, 1-minute motivation series and podcasts. Visit kevinwhite.us today. 3 billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. 3 billion people is a lot of people. A human chain of 3 billion people could extend to the moon and back 3 and a half times. One of those billion calls India home. That's 1 billion people who are facing death without knowing Jesus. Global Hope India has been empowering Christian churches throughout India as they provide access for all people to know about Jesus. Learn more at globalhopeindia.org. That's globalhopeindia.org. Okay, now back to the show. Well, God forbid that it would take another wave of COVID-19 to convince people to be vaccinated. That's what's happening in the US right now. Our our numbers yeah. are spiking again, and uh it really is unfortunately distinguishing the difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And okay. we're finding that the people that are really struggling and even dying are the unvaccinated. and um unfortunately you hear these stories one after another of these people on their deathbed begging the unvaccinated to be vaccinated because uh had they been vaccinated they they their statistically they would have had a much higher chance of recovery um but without the vaccin vaccination they they are facing serious illness if not death as a result of being unvaccinated. I want our under our audience just to understand maybe a new person from an international country or even the US is listening in. Uh Global Hope India uh is not just a social organization. Uh we are an evangelism organization. Uh we exist to provide access to Jesus. That's it. Period. That's our mission. That's our why. is to provide access to Jesus but have you ever tried to share Jesus with someone who's already died um it's you you're not your evangelism opportunity is over at that point of death and so the bible clearly says now choose life god is a director uh, a creator of life and so therefore we are passionate about vaccines and we are empowering our partners like pastor achu to help to educate him and and his team so that they can educate others and uh to then empower them with uh with some materials and and different things. Um uh, pastor let's shift now over to the farm project. I know a lot of your friends in the US are going to be interested in how mm. that is going. We know that this is an income generation project for your family, for your churches. for missions you have such a missionary heart you want to see the people of Burma given access to Jesus and and on and on in order to have resources financial funding 
you're you're involved in a major farming project right now. You're actually at a farm. So tell me what's happening. If I flew over tomorrow, what would I see? What is God giving you? What is God doing in the area of agriculture and farming? Okay, okay. Thank you for asking. Right now, um, this the backside is my farm, but it's dark. So uh, since there's no electricity, I have a solar uh, light. So because of that, I would interact with you. Um, uh, by the grace of God, with the provision uh, from GHI, especially with the banana project, uh, I have uh, more than 1,000 banana trees blended. And uh, some few trees today, I've looked into it, and then around four uh, trees have started bearing fruit. Because mm -hmm. last year, because of pandemic, uh, actually the funds we receive, I receive is last year. Mm -hmm. uh, for the banana project, but because of pandemic, I could not get the saplings. Mm -hmm. So saplings, uh, I brought it from uh, Jalgaon from from Maharashtra. Mm -hmm. So last year, because of pandemic, these uh, the saplings never came, and so only this year, um, in the month of um, April, May, May, uh, April, May, I got the saplings. Mm -hmm. So it's planted, mm -hmm. but last year. Uh, I could uh, gather a few, around uh, 300 uh, banana saplings locally. Okay. And yeah, from so this year, from this month, we started a few produce from that. But the major uh, production for banana will come from um, by the beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the tissue culture. Uh, that one. So um, all thanks to GHI for believing in me. Mm -hmm. and believing in my mission farm mm -hmm. so in the next few months from now if you fly down to flew down to uh naglin um you will get to work under banana trees <laughs> that's one yeah. <laughs> water connection was a major problem mm. and uh again by the grace of god with uh funds from ghi again from two sources uh more than two to tr one is more than two thousand feet another more than 3,000 feet connection. Mm -hmm. But uh, till now, water is, uh, connection is a, is a little bit of a challenge mm -hmm. until I work on um, uh, change on the pipeline, uh, which is um, right now uh, with a little resource that I have, we have started with uh, uh, the rubber pipe, the plastic pipe. Mm -hmm. But... Um, um, un un until I, unless I change the GI pipe, it's going to be a little challenging. So my boys in the farm, uh, from time to time, every week, uh, they have to go and repair the pipe, mm -hmm. pipeline. Uh, because it's a, since I have to bring in from a very deep slope, rubber pipe cannot take the pressure. Mm -hmm. So because okay. of that, uh, water supply is challenging. But again, because of, from the support, uh, from a GHI, I would bring in the water to my farm. Mm. So uh, I'm praying that uh, there'll be some provision that I'll be able to uh, connect uh, the GI pipe, a permanent pipeline for the for mm -hmm. the farm. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a little bit of a challenge. But apart from, uh, again, banana, I have lots of oranges again. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you flew down by the next month from November, December, you will get to see a lot of oranges. Mm. And uh, I planted um, uh, agar tree. I, agar, agar tree is used for 
perfumes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it is a, a, of high-value tree. So just started from last year. It might take another 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. But uh, by God's grace, if it does well, then I'll be able to do lots, especially in the area of uh, sending missionaries as well as supporting the missionaries and pastors. Mm. Just started a small bakery in the farm here. Okay. But uh, yeah, the challenging part is um, the big sty. <laughs> I had to just work on a very low budget, just setting up. And so a lot of leakage in the roofs, roofing. So because of that, the big sty have never been um, uh, kept well. So that's the challenge right now. Mm-hmm. I've started with uh, around 22 bigs, but then a um, few biglets tight because of uh, right now uh, the, the habitation of people, if you see, uh, it's very less here, except for my workers. So because of that, there are a lot of flies. Mm. Uh, in fact, the flies are attacking uh, my bigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Otherwise, otherwise big, big farming is... One area that I thought uh, will do well, especially to on income generation, yeah. So that is one. Um, uh, and few plants, papaya uh, plants I have planted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's about a little bit about my uh, farm, yeah. So I'm. I look forward to you and GHI coming and doing some um, leadership program here. Mm-hmm. In our farm, yeah. Mm. In fact, uh, this year, um, in the month of February, we had our the Love Burma Mission board meeting in my farm. Okay. Yeah. So we had uh, uh, three pastors who flew uh, who drove down from Gohima, and a uh, few of us from Doinsang, and so we gathered in my farm and we had the meeting of a Love Burma Mission for. For the love Burma mission, yeah. Mm, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, so farm also, in one way, we are also developing as a leadership resource center as well. Mm-hmm. Because people are excited to go out from the office, from their, you know, from their own homes and do some of the programs outside, mm-hmm. uh, especially in a farmhouse. So, yeah, I'm slowly developing it to be a resource center as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Praise the Lord. Well, that is encouraging, and I can't wait to get to see that with my own eyes and hopefully take a big team over and uh, yes. we can work in the uh, farm and train leaders and even someday go to the Burma vis- uh, mission. That would be exciting. Our time is quickly running out, so I definitely want to remember this in prayer. How else can we be praying for you and your group of churches right now? Given right now, um, the churches are slowly opening up. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we have started uh, with our um, programs. Uh, We have started with uh, visiting the churches. Uh, Coming Sunday, coming weekend from Friday to Sunday, I'm speaking in a revival camp in one of the church. Mm-hmm. The schools, class 11, 12 started, and from the 5th standard to 10th standard, uh, the schools are going to start from uh, 20th of this month, Okay, uh, from Monday. And so a lot of apprehension, 
mm, even I'm for sure. the parents for, yeah. for the even for the department medical department even for teachers as well a lot of apprehension mm-hmm. and the school that you have visited mm-hmm. uh, we are going to start the school also so we want you to really pray for our teachers and for the students mm, okay. so and because of pandemic again a good number of students did not turn back to the school mm-hmm. and that was a huge um, a concern for me mm-hmm. um, as i look at them because parents thought that because it's pandemic and uh, there's no visible there's no physical classroom mm-hmm. set up so if it's a virtual teaching so no point so they have taken off their children and deprived their education and that's a big concern yeah uh, yes one factor is yes economic mm-hmm. but uh, if you look at it um, the 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 real concern for education even within the parents is not seen much mm-hmm. and so i would like you to pray for the parents that yeah. uh, they will look at they will think they will look at the children education as a priority as well mm-hmm. so that is one concern that okay. i would like you to pray for okay um yeah and and we also had around 22 orphans and 22 of them whom we have put in the sponsorship category mm-hmm. but uh, because of pandemic uh, even last year even this year we could not find a sponsor for them Mm. but um we are praying mm-hmm. uh because the previous year from true ghi from uh, david wagers church mm-hmm. uh, we had at least seven or eight children being supported mm-hmm. fully yeah yeah and i had a friend from australia who could also support around five six children okay uh but okay. because of pandemic uh the last year and this year we could not find any support mm. and so that is also one of the concern and okay uh you could pray for for that also yeah that god will open doors for uh before the academic year ends that we'll be able to pay off their their fees in mm-hmm. the school yeah so that is one concern mm-hmm. yeah uh coming back to the church again mm-hmm. uh, one of the bigger challenge is also uh for the pastors mm-hmm. because a good number of pastors are not well uh theologically trained mm-hmm. and so this pandemic has really uh shaken in many ways mm-hmm. and even yeah. today the vex- vaccine hesitancy uh some villages our pastors could not get vaccine mm-hmm. they could not uh, endorse vaccination and so a lot of criticism even from people saying that if you can't do a vaccination how can you deal your church Mm. and so that those criticisms comes mm-hmm. back to me again mm-hmm. if you can't convince the pastor why can't you convince us mm-hmm. why do you have to convince so there are a lot of a chain reaction yeah. but that doesn't stop us but mm-hmm. we are going on so i would like to pray for pastors mm-hmm. that that the revelation god will reveal to them yeah. the spirit of god holy spirit will speak to them yeah. so that is one concern i have the prayer concern mm-hmm. so the pastors uh the school Uh, is one concern i as i shared to you mm-hmm. and another very important concern is our love perma mission mm-hmm. uh because of pandemic we are not allowed to enter yeah and for the last two months even our correspondents have stopped mm. so mm. we have a uh, three full time staff there mm-hmm. somehow we could send them their salaries mm-hmm. uh, through some of the uh, some ways but we cannot enter there mm-hmm. for now mm. so uh, that is also one of our concern mm-hmm. so please 
pray for the the love permission. Yeah. And uh, to, and today we are we are discussing how to uh, help one of the love permission child to be to do a nursing course. Mm. So by next week we are planning to um, put one of a child daughter of a, from the love Burma mm-hmm. to bring down to Dimapur. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a referral hospital which is a Christian uh, Christian Institute of Science and Research, mm-hmm. which is also a part of the EHA Emmanuel Hospital Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them are also from alumnus of Velour. Mm-hmm. So it's a very good institution. Mm-hmm. So we are working on bringing one uh, student, one girl to do nursing in that school so that mm-hmm. she goes back. And 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 begin to work in that area. Mm, yeah, praise so, the Lord. Yeah, these are some of the prayer concerns yeah. I have. Yeah, I just want to remind everyone in the audience: um, we are about and called by God to finish the task of the Great Commission. Every one of us, mm-hmm. not just Pastor, not just Kevin, but everyone, you, everyone listening, has been called by Almighty God to finish the task of the Great Commission. Not not in our strength but in the power of the resurrection. It is Jesus's mission and we can either ignore it or we can be in the bleachers watching and participating as he works in us and through us. And every time you pray for a missionary, you are joining the Great Commission. Every time you give to a missionary, to a mission project, you're joining the Great Commission. And so I want not to just Uh, ask you to observe me praying for pastor. I want you to commit to pray for pastor. I want you to put this as a reminder somewhere that you will see it every day to remember to pray for Pastor Achu. And I also want to encourage you to give. And I know that there are 119 different countries that listen to our show. We're thankful for each and every one of you. And maybe you can't give uh, substantially in your perspective, but Every gift is substantial in God's perspective. We are a U.S.-based nonprofit organization. And obviously, if you're in the USA, you can benefit from that with a tax-deductible receipt. But it's not just about a tax deduction. This is about fulfilling the Great Commission. And uh, if you'll correspond with us, we can give you our account information, you can wire it right in. But if you go to globalhopeindia.org forward slash give, you will see a section there for GHI partners. And if you'll look for Pastor A in Nagaland, you will find the account uh, for Pastor Achu and you can give. Every gift you give to that link goes to Pastor Achu and to these projects that we're talking about. Pastor, remind us real quickly, what does it cost to sponsor one student in the school? It depends on the uh, the, the low, lower graders and then the higher graders. Yeah. The What's lower the graders, uh, yeah, lower graders starts from 11,000 okay. Indian rupee. Mm-hmm. And uh, it comes to around to 11,000 to 14,000 range. Okay. All right, so fourteen thousand would be around two hundred U.S. dollars, and eleven thousand would be around one hundred and sixty U.S. dollars. So from one hundred and sixty to two hundred, you can sponsor a child's education for an entire year. And so 
Um, I want you to have that as your legacy, that God would allow you to provide education to an orphan in Nagaland, India. So I'm going to pray for that, and we're going to give, and we're going to trust God to meet every need. So let's join in prayer together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Pastor Achu, and I thank you for the comfort that you have provided to his family. And I just pray that you will continue to provide comfort in the midst of grieving and that you will guide them and provide as they grieve, as they pick up the pieces, as they uh, even see the urgency of life as a result of this loss of life. Uh, use it for your good. Use it for your glory. Meet every need that they represent. Thank you for this precious family, uh, Lord. We thank you for this farm project, and we pray, God, that you would meet every need there. Uh, Father, we pray for a solution from the flies, um, and we just ask that in the name of Jesus that this invasion of flies would be over and, and we come to an end. Uh, Father, we pray for prosperity and health and the glory of God over every banana tree, over every pig, over every um, other plant that Pastor has mentioned, this perfume plant. Uh, Father, we just pray for success, for your glory, uh, for the upbuilding of your kingdom. This is a mission farm, and we pray that it will accomplish the mission of God um, effectively. Uh, Father, let people come to know Jesus as, as a result of this farm. Father, we pray over Nagaland and over this group of churches, the Chong churches and churches of other tribes, and we pray for their, their, their ministry in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, Father, I, I thank you for the book you just have me write about getting to the point. And I know that if these pastors and everyone in Nagaland would get to the point there would be a very clear message of the Holy Spirit on how to respond and what to do about life, what to do about Jesus, what to do about vaccines. I thank you that you're not a God of confusion. And I just, I just pray repenting on behalf of brothers and sisters and myself around the world for every day we live in confusion because we have not gotten to the point of pursuing your presence. And so I just pray for that. I pray that we would pursue your presence today and that we would really get in tune with what the word of God is saying, what the voice of God is saying, that we would hear it in our hearts and we would obey it uh, with our hands and with our feet. Father, would you guide? Lord, you have taught us in this book um, through your Bible that every guidance and every provision we will ever need can be found in the presence of God. So I just pray that over Nagaland and over India and over the USA and over every country, uh, Father, that people around the world would, would truly get to the point. Let this be the day that believers, the church of Jesus Christ, gets into the presence of God and hears the clear message of your word. Father, would you guide, would you provide, would you meet every need? We thank you that you're the all-sufficient, faithful, good shepherd, good father. And we just commit Pastor Chu and his team and his family and these churches into your care. And we pray that you'd meet every need. Father, would you provide financially for these orphans, for their education? Would you provide uh, for the training of pastors that they would be theologically uh, experts um, Father, and we just pray, God, that that um, that the the training of your word would go forth. Let pastors 
be trained, let pass, let churches be started, let um, let the gospel go forth, let let people call upon the name of Jesus for salvation, let people be baptized. Uh, we just pray for the advancement of the gospel all across Nagaland, all across India and the world. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Pastor, thank you so much for the update. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you daily. And um, we just appreciate your leadership and your friendship. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.